Before we get going with today's podcast, I just want to jump on here for a second and personally invite you to a one-off brand new masterclass that I am hosting on Thursday the 16th of May. How to scale your online business to six figures and beyond. So if you are a course creator, a membership owner or a coach, then this is for you. I'm sharing with you my most effective strategies to become the go-to person in your industry and grow your online business. I will cover how to build your audience, how to craft an irresistible offer and how to master your launch strategy so that you will know the most effective way to grow your audience and build your email list fast, know how to craft an offer that your audience will love and create a launch that fits with you and enables you to sell with ease. And why should you come and listen to me? Well, I started doing this almost 10 years ago and the very first client I worked with back in 2016, I helped him launch his very first membership. He had a done for you product and a one-to-one product and we created a membership. In his first launch, he got 130 members, bringing him in about 60,000 in income every year. Now, He has built a suite of online products that is bringing him in way over six figures every single year. This is going to be an awesome masterclass. You're going to get so much good stuff to take away with you to be able to use in your business. So to grab your free place, go to TeresaHeathWearing.com forward slash masterclass and I will see you there. You are listening to the Marketing That Converts podcast, episode 102. You are listening to the Marketing That Converts podcast and I'm your host, Teresa Heathwaring. If you're a marketer, business owner or entrepreneur that is frustrated and overwhelmed with all the constant changes in digital marketing and social media, then you, my friend, are in the right place. Each week, I share with you easy, insightful and actionable steps that you can use to grow your business. So let's get started. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the podcast. You know, I'm smiling already because I've just been re-listening to the episode. So when I batch content, I batch interviews and then I do the intros and outros afterwards. And I have to sometimes re-listen back through to the interview, just like sections of it. And this week's interview, honestly, I love, right? So this week's interview is with Katie, who works with me and has worked with me the longest. She's worked with me quite a few years now. And Katie came on board as a virtual assistant and has come so much more than that. And just hearing us talk, honestly, it makes me smile so much. I love it a bit. I totally, totally do. And basically, this episode is twofold. One, if you were thinking about getting a VA or thinking about how that might work, We share our journey about how I found Katie, what we did in the initial days. Like some of this is hilarious as well because I was an idiot basically and Katie sorted me out. Then we go through five things that Katie does or Katie suggests that you do in your business that will help you be really, really on it and really organized in your business. And this is what Katie's job basically is for me is to try and get me organized. And there's some things I do all right other things I do dismally. And we're really honest about that. So today's episode is a very frank, open discussion about 
how Katie came on board, worked with me, what she does, and then these five brilliant things that you're going to be able to do in your business. And if you're better behaved than I am, then you're going to do them more successfully than I did and uh, won't need Katie to uh, keep trying to batter you into submission to get these things done. So it's a great episode. Like I said, I love it for so many reasons because one, Katie's so smart at this and really she's been amazing in my business, hence why she's been in it for so long. And two, it's a really, I think it's a really nice personal insight and we're kind of following along the personal theme around the fact that we had the 100th episode when I just thought this would be a really another nice one to follow up with. So this one I'm really excited about. I hope you enjoy it. Let me know what you think. Let Katie know what you think as well. And I'll just hand you over to us. Here we go. Okay, so today I am very, very excited. I'm always excited, but I am super excited today to welcome the podcast guest because today it's my very, very lovely friend and member of my team, Katie McDonald. Hello, Hello. Katie. <laughs> Hi, thank you for inviting me. Honestly, this is so weird, but cool. <laughs> it's because weird. <laughs> we speak on Zoom all the time. Yeah. We, we do meet in person as well, but we speak on Zoom all the time. Mm. So to sit here and do a recording and other people are going to listen to our conversation, <laughs> yeah. God help them. Like yeah. if they'd listened to some of them, that wouldn't have been that so would great, be, no, I'm no. sure. But this is uh, going to be fine. We, we can do this. We're professionals, Katie. <laughs> we are. We, we are. Totally all, the, all, all times. Yes. <laughs> so Katie, let's start by explaining who you are and what you do. And if you want to check in a bit about what you do for me, then that's cool. Up to you. You crack on. So I I think you've, I'm not sure what you'd call me, really. We've had this conversation lots of times, haven't we? What we actually do. am I? Yeah. But um, yeah, so I think essentially I am a virtual assistant and online business manager. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been doing that for 10 years next year, which is amazing to that think is crazy. it's been going for so long. Came from an exec PA background, which I think most BAs probably do or start off that way never really had the thought of running my own business just kind of found this VA idea which was very big in America at the time Mm. and kind of thought yeah I can give that quite like to give that a go so started it alongside my day job and then had the opportunity to take voluntary redundancy in 2012 so I did and thought well it's kind of now or never really yeah yeah and gave it a go and yeah nine well eight years later here I am (laughs) so it's brilliant yeah so um, so you work with lots of other people as well and I've worked with different business people and different industries and different things haven't you yeah I have yeah I've got a real mix of clients which I love because I think the variety is great Um, I get to do lots of different things no two days are the same so yeah, I, I've, it, it's mainly people who do run their own business. I know some VAs work sort of with corporate organizations, mm-hmm. but now I'm very much the entrepreneurial end of the scale. Yeah. Okay. And you now have a team. So you I have do. people that work with you yes. because you're so busy and so in demand. I have that, two lovely associates. Yes. <laughs> which then come work with you, which is super cool as well. Because I mm. think sometimes, especially on a VA type business if you are a VA and I know some people who listen are VAs it must be hard to think how am I going to grow this because when you're someone's assistant or you're someone's number two or Mm. second in command or whatever they want you yeah they do you know and then try and work out 
what goes to other people or how mm. other people can manage things must be tricky. Mm. It is. I think I've been very lucky with my client base in that I brought Amy, well, Zita joined me first uh, a couple of years ago now, and then Amy joined last year. But all my clients have been so open and supportive to be wanting to grow the business that it's been quite easy to integrate them in. And I'm still very much involved with all of the clients, although some of them now might be more day-to-day supported by Amy or Zita. I'm still Mm -hmm. very much there and know what's going on. And I think for me, that's quite important. I never really wanted to grow to an agency model where I was very hands-off. So um, I'm very lucky that my clients have kind of accepted Amy and Zita and have just been very supportive of that. Um, yeah, it's cool. Yeah. It's yeah. really cool. And because we want to talk about it, because you do some stuff online yourself. Obviously, you've got your own personal brand. You mm. put your own stuff out there. And we do want to talk about something that you do to help businesses in terms of taking them from chaos to calm uh, <laughs> in five steps. And five we're going to be going through that. Yeah. <laughs> but I want to just talk briefly about you and me in this business and how you came about. So Katie was my first team member and I knew I needed help, but I had no idea what it was or what it looked like or anything. And, and I've told this story a few times and Katie knows it, that Mm. I downloaded Jen Lena's lead magnet on how to hire a VA. And it was very much based in the Philippines and hiring a Filipino VA. And although it was great advice, I felt that I needed someone within arm's reach or within uh, someone that I knew, someone that Mm. someone could recommend, someone that, that I had more of a connection to, because this Mm. was the first person in my business. And it was, you know, kind of a bit scary. You don't know how that's going to go. So I had, Katie and I's path across a few years before, where she had actually gone to the agency that I was working at to have her branding done. Mm -hmm. And one of the designers who was a good friend of mine, Nick, his, he was doing all the work with Katie and was still working with Katie, even after we both left the company. So he, I contacted him and said, you do work for that Katie, don't you? (laughs) (laughs) That that virtually does it, Katie, you do work for her, don't you? And he's like, yeah. I said, what's she like? And he's like, oh, I think she's amazing. And I think her clients think she's amazing. And so anyway, we met for a coffee and we had a chat and you told me what you did. And we tried to work out what on earth it was I wanted or needed. Mm. But what was super funny was this is before like the real onlineness of what we do now. Yeah, and you yeah, were yeah. like, so we'll have Skype calls. And I was like, why? <laughs> like, why can't we not just meet in person? You live like half an hour down the road. Away. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, why are we going to speak on Skype? And I'd never done that. And I was like, this sounds like I'm so flipping stuck in my ways or something but I hadn't because I it never come up yeah. I mean yeah. I've done Skypes but I hadn't like had a working relationship with someone over Skype mm. and anyway we started working together I still didn't know what I wanted you to do you still <laughs> didn't know what I needed from you and it was just one of those things that we worked out as we went along yeah, and it kind of evolved didn't it as we got into the business together yeah and and you see things in the business that I didn't see or you like, so Katie, the one thing that I would highly recommend, and one of the reasons we're going to talk about her five ways to chaos to calm is because when you start your business, you know, you're good at the thing that you're selling, right? Yeah. So I'm good at marketing, you know, someone else might sell shoes, they're good at making and selling shoes, someone else might be a trainer, they're good at that. We're not business people. Like, when you start your business, you're not, you're, you're an employee, if that's what you were doing and you were good at that thing. So then you start your business thinking, how hard can it be? 
I just do my thing every day. Oh my goodness. Like obviously. But one thing that you did is you came in and like looked at what I was doing and was like, you need to sort this out, man. This is ridiculous. Because Um, what have I done? I just had yeah, like can I really help this person? Because I just had no structure to the business, did I? Well, you thought you did. Because mm-hmm. you were doing, you were serving your clients really well. You were doing really well as a business owner. So you thought you did, but I came in and was like, whoa, no, you're not. <laughs> this is, yeah. And I think what's interesting is that sometimes, and, and we've spoken about this as well, you're so in your business yourself and you're so yeah. focused on your clients and what work you do. And you've got all these big ideas of where you want to take your business, but you forget that unless you've got the foundation and the systems in place to do that, it won't work. Mm. And I think that's what we found quite quickly is you had all these great plans and yet we were like, oh, but how's that going to work and how, what's in place for this? So yeah. it, was, it was interesting to look at that and peel everything back. And it took me from being a one-person business that did everything mm. and it was all in my head and it was all on me to then how are you going to scale? And that, mm. that's not necessarily what everybody wants to do. Not everybody wants to scale. No, but they I, don't, no. You know, but I did. And as it is, I've scaled in a different way to maybe what we imagined in the early days. Yeah. But I could never have done that without that help. There is no way on this earth I could have got to the team I've got now, done the stuff I've done without you coming in and going, you need to sort that out you need to sort that out what is this (laughs) what is this yeah yeah and it was it what's funny though is like when people bring on someone like you and and it's funny that we don't know what to call you which makes us laugh Um, so I always say that you're like the number two in the business like Katie (laughs) oversees the business with me Mm. so I would not class Katie as a VA Mm. because there are things that I A, wouldn't give, I have Sophia that obviously works in the business while she manages Mm. the podcast. There are things I'd give Sophia and there's things I give Katie. And also I think Katie's role in the business has become way more than some of the VA tasks that I would Mm. initially have thought of. It's not to say, and Katie doesn't sit there and go, that's not me anymore. I don't do that. You know, (laughs) so do you know who I am? (laughs) I don't send your emails for you. Don't be insane. Like, who do you think you are, Teresa? Get over yourself. (laughs) You know, you still do some tasks that someone would class as a VA task. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But you have a much greater sight of the business as a whole mm. and how the team work and who they mm. are and what they do. And, and when I, not that I ever step out the business in full, no, fully, I'm not very good at that. We haven't, we haven't managed that yet. Not quite, not quite. <laughs> Katie's has in her own business, which is amazing. Oh, and her team did yeah. an amazing job of looking they after did. me. Yeah. And, and I didn't need much looking after to be fair. You know, I'm, I'm not high <clears throat> maintenance, am I Katie? No, you're not. Not at all. She said that really genuinely. I think a lot of people listening would think, really? Uh, Actually, no. I think she is high maintenance. But no, I think I know what I like to, this is going to sound awful, but use you for yeah. um, in the nicest sense of the word. Because mm. what I use Katie for now is not so much of the VA task, but mm. more we have calls every week yeah. and we talk yeah. about the business and we talk about, right, what have I done this week? And <laughs> Katie's 
absolutely imperative in the business. When I look at like, and I'm not just saying this to be nice because she's on this podcast with me, I'll say it anyway. But when I look at like the financials of the business and who we pay, like there's some team members that are dependent on clients because they do client work. And until the Mm. academy grows bigger, they will have to stay dependent on that client work. Mm -hmm. And for me, Katie was never that. Katie might have come in initially, me thinking you're in for this, but actually you are now as much a fixed cost as you know, having to pay for hosting on the website. Do you know what I mean? It's like, a, yeah. it's a no brainer because... That's lovely. Thank you. Yeah. And and also for me, and if anybody's listening, like having that person who is not your husband or your wife or your partner mm. that you can talk to that has some amazing experience in lots of different industries, doing lots of different things and working with lots of different people to then get on a call and go... I nearly swore then. That would have been the first time I've ever sworn on the podcast. That's because me and you are talking. That's what that is. I you nearly forgot yourself. <laughs> I nearly genuinely swore. Katie, no one will believe this because I've never sworn on the podcast. I can occasionally swear, as Katie will well know, when we've yeah. had a few difficult calls. Yeah. Um, so, yes. But like when things aren't going so well, oh God, that was so funny. I'd have like absolutely howled if I'd swore. Yeah, remember what we're doing, Katie. You know, if things aren't going so well, to get on a call with Katie, and don't get me wrong, I can literally tell you that two days ago, I did exactly that. Like, Mm. we're recording this Mm. uh, end of November Mm. 2019. I'm five years into my business, and I still had to do that two days ago, because sometimes you just need to do that. And you need someone in your team, or you need someone on your side that is... That is more than just a fulfilling a something. Mm. So for me, that's what you are. You are very much part of who we are, what we do, mm. the direction we're going in. Mm. And and I think we have a relationship now where you can literally go, no, no, no Teresa. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> what a ridiculous idea. Yeah. You're crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Because but, I have that knowledge of you and I know you very well, and I have that knowledge of the business. So yeah, sometimes I can word things in such a way that it's it's beneficial. It makes you think differently. And I think that's important. And I think that's kind of how my own business and my own role has evolved in that I, because of the knowledge I have of online business, because I'm in this world myself, I can be that sounding board. And that's yeah. somebody that you can really talk to on that level, which as you've said, sometimes husband, wife, partner, yeah. even for, even your closest friends that might not be in the same situation they don't fully understand what it's like so to have that person I think is really important yeah and that's kind of the, <clears throat> the really cool bit about it because you are in a position where you have your own business mm. so it would be different like if I brought someone full-time into the business even if I thought they were like second in command we did think of that didn't we at one time and we, we did thought yeah. that might work yeah, yeah. and and actually for your role, I think I actually really like the fact that you are almost in the same position as me, mm. as in you're a business owner too, yeah. and you are feeling some of the pains I feel. Yeah, and absolutely. Going through some of the things I go through and yeah. we watch some of the same people and we follow some of the same stuff. And yeah. so for me, I think that is particularly helpful mm. when trying to help me with my business and deal with my stuff. Mm. And also the other bit... and. And we've managed it, I would say, pretty well in terms of we've become friends. Yeah, and we have. 
And we spent two weeks in San Diego together, didn't we? <laughs> Which was really It was good. so cool. And our husbands went off yes. and did things. and Boy yeah. things. And Boy we things. did conference things. Yeah. But, but it was really good fun. It was and, good fun. And again, it's like, the other thing that's really interesting, working this closely with Katie, is that because we have become friends the personal stuff that impacts us in our business which it always does like mm. you know we'd like to think that we're so much more professional than that but it does, you know <laughs> yeah, it if does. something's going on in the house if yeah life's busy if one of the kids is having a you know whatever yeah. it does have a huge effect and yeah. a lot of what we've done together has also mm. been you know if I've had a terrible day because <clears throat> something's happened personally yeah and I need to come back into focus you're that kind of voice of reason and that voice of calmness that will go Mm. okay right you're having a terrible day Mm. what three things do you need to finish today yeah what can I do how can I help who can I speak to yeah and and I think just to have that is like phenomenal is well and I've Mm. said it before my business would not be the business today if it hadn't been for Katie and what she put in place (laughs) (laughs) now that you can see that on the podcast (laughs) We have to make some sound effect noise to get to do a sound effect. Um, but yeah, it wouldn't be because we put th- certain things in place that yeah. changed how we did things yeah. and for the whole lot better. So what we're going to do is mm-hmm. we're going to go through Katie's five things. All right. I'm not. Katie is. And then if I can think of things that we've done in our business that I can then mm. chip in and say, then I'll totally do that. Yeah. But, okay. Over to you. Let's go with number one. Number one. So, yeah. So in at number one, I think this is probably my, would be my number one, obviously, go to, you have to have in your business. And this is what I've got myself and what I try to put in place with my clients. And Teresa's smiling at me now because she knows (laughs) what I'm about to say. And that is to build your business hub. So the one place online that you can go to and see at a glance what you've got to do today tomorrow next week what Mm -hmm. projects you've got coming up what status things are at if you work with a team and I recommend teamwork for this but there are other project management platforms like Asana is also a really good one Mm -hmm. but I think to have a really good business hub and to use it is so important because then you do know what status you're at. You do know where your business is at any one time. And you can also think if you have new client inquiries, have I got time to take this on? Can I actually fit Mm -hmm. this in to my business? And I think it also builds confidence because you know you've got a handle on everything you need to have a handle on. And I use my business hub not only for client work, but also for stuff that I'm doing for myself. So projects for my own business or blog posting or social media stuff all goes in the one place so I can mm-hmm. see everything that's going on now <laughs> <we've> tried... <laughs> should we talk about yeah. how it fits in practice should, should we talk about this within <laughs> Teresa's business so this is <clears throat> this is probably and I, I think it's fair to say we have not done this have we no I, I don't think we have and who's we've tried that, Casey that is yours. It yeah, is. it is. Oh we have tried three times, have we now? I'm looking like a, a naughty child here <laughs> on the video. Yeah. Seriously, it's, I we get have it. Tried, haven't we? Right. Yeah, and yeah. you do, and you're totally you bite, you bought into it completely. I totally understand why we should do this. See what 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 why we needed it and how great it would be, yeah. but we and just couldn't. Like, 
it gets it out of your head. Exactly. Right. So yeah. you could see it because I would yeah. go, we'd get on a call and I'd be like, I'm overwhelmed, Katie. I've got all this work. And I'm like, like but I can't see anything. Why is it in a sauna? And I can't, where have you put it? And you'd yeah. hold up your notebook and be oh, like, Woo. And she'd scowl at me like, you're in detention, honestly. And if she could see my desk right now, Katie and I, <laughs> we are so similar in so many ways. We could not be further apart on this one. Yeah. So, my desk right now, as I speak, has got one, two, three, four, four notebooks and about seven bits of paper. Katie's having a little hernia. She's like <laughs> going to be sick of it. Katie has one note. Oh, and these notebooks are for different things, right? Katie has one notebook. She'll do a call with me. She'll be writing it down. She gets off the call. It goes into teamwork. She's put dates on things. She knows when she needs to follow it up by. Mm. She's like a machine, this woman. Done. But, but for whatever reason, it's I've really yeah. struggled. Now the team have, yeah. use it, and I have yeah. used it. Absolutely, Anne and Sophia use it um, mm. for their regular tasks, and they they get on fine with it. But it's just something we haven't been able to really integrate in yeah. for you. And no. I think we've tried we've tried different platforms. We've tried yeah. a few times, but I think. I'm also a big advocate of making, of using what works for you. And if you work with notebooks and you work with post-its and things, and that is how you function best, then that's what you should do. Because I know when we tried to use teamwork, I think some of it was in teamwork and then some of it would be in your notebook and it was all getting really scattered just because you don't work that way. And that's fine. But I think from my perspective... If you can... yeah then for sure that's the best thing to do and I think when we have weekly calls where a lot of our work together happens but for me to be able to go into a project management system and see what you've got on your plate as well Mm. so I can then go okay I can take that off that off that off that off and do that for you I don't have that visibility in the same way so Mm. it's been quite a a learning curve for me as well but I think I think we do all right without I think we do fine yeah I think I totally am bought into the idea of it because it's things Mm. like when you write your to-do list you write everything on it and you look at that list and you're like and actually the truth is that might not be me doing till next week or that might not be an urgent thing or you could put that off until tomorrow or whatever so I actually am trying something else I don't think I've told Katie this she's going to shout at me because she loves teamwork um <laughs> so I'm trying thing that was on AppSumo for free for a year oh you did say actually marvelous yeah. Marvin is it I'll link to it and I don't know if it's still on AppSumo it's just basically literally a list but you can put dates on it and then you can drag things from master lists onto today or whatever mm. so I'm trying that because the only thing is my head like mm-hmm. never stops and I lie in bed and I need somewhere I might have a notebook or whatever and I I go out and I'm like oh I need to put this down and I need to do this so that was the idea because they've got an app and things anyway it might last it's, a week are you using it at the moment I say yes but I literally have <laughs> like three no to-do lists on my paper <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, yeah kind of kind of <clears throat> okay anyway mm. first one brilliant yeah so everyone go get a to-do list thing. And like everyone, I said, there are yeah. some free ones and paid ones. There are some free ones. I think most platforms will have a free version. Yeah. And then, yes, if you upgrade, you get different functionality and things. But And you can add yeah. team members and stuff. You can again, add team members. You can put them on your phone, on your laptop, on your desktop. So everything syncs. And yeah, so yeah, that's, that's cool. that would be a well, my go-to. If you're going to do anything, start with that. 
Yeah, brilliant. Quickly on teamwork as well. Yeah. One thing, because someone asked me the other day, I had a meeting with a client and he's like, how do you manage all these people like that are not in the same country as you? Mm. And it's like, they track their time. Now I've mm. worked with them all for such a long time and I, they don't, I don't think they track their time anymore. I wouldn't have a clue, but I trust them implicitly because I've worked with them so long. But teamwork has a time tracking system in it, it doesn't does. it? does. So yeah, that's which, helpful as well. Yeah, if you if you wanted to see your team members and how they were working on different projects and the time, especially if you're outsourcing from a client that you've sort of contracted with them for a certain amount of time, it's really useful to have it all in one place. Yeah. And I'm a big fan of having as many things as you can within the same platform. It's not yes. always possible, but yeah. But teamwork does cover <laughs> quite a lot of stuff. It does, Fair. yeah. Okay, number okay. two. So number two would be to get really organized and intentional about how you spend your time because that will improve your productivity and therefore your mindset because you'll feel like you're getting loads done and you're whizzing through that to-do list that's in your notebook or in Asana or whatever (laughs) you've chosen. (laughs) So I think... How do we do that? I think that is discipline. A lot of that is about discipline and it Mm -hmm. does take some time, especially if you're somebody who gets distracted very easily by social media or you have a lot of notifications going on, top tip, turn off your notifications. You don't need to know what's happening on Instagram all the time or who's mm-hmm. messaging you. <laughs> you. You might think differently, but... No, no, I totally agree. <clears throat> when trying to be productive... Yeah, you have I, to be focused. I am, you know, I'm a big advocate. I'll check it yeah. first thing when I sit down. Well, I check it the minute I get up. I check it when I sit in the office. Yeah. And then I... I try really hard to not look at it again until lunchtime yeah. because like you said, otherwise you're constantly on Time, it yeah. and it's, and we're talking, this is what Katie would literally smack me for if she could reach it through the screen. We're talking and I've, my emails are just notified up in that top corner and I got distracted for a minute. You see? Yeah. So it was a good email by the way, but I got distracted. <laughs> it's fine. Katie's series just gone. Now series just She's gone She's having a panic <laughs> All going crazy, right? Distractions. Focus now. Yes, um, you do have to watch that because even if Siri's on, I know silent, my phone is on silent. My... Yeah, yeah, even if it's, it's on silent, it yeah. makes a noise. Yeah, I had that last night. Um, so yeah, so, so yeah, to get focus, really disciplined about how you spend your time and the things that you're working on. So, uh, one thing that's a really good way of getting into this way of working is use your calendar more. Mm. We always just use our calendar for putting in appointments or phone calls or something, put in block out time to do certain tasks. So, you know, if you've got a big project, you need to spend half an hour on block out nine to 9.30 for that work and be really disciplined. Because I find that if it's in your diary, most people will do it. Whereas mm-hmm. if it's just in a list, you can skim it and you're like, oh, I don't, I don't feel like doing that today. Oh, I don't yeah. do and then it all mounts up and that's when overwhelm kicks in because you feel like you're not getting anything done. So it is about how you structure your time as well as how you structure your to-do list and what you have to do. And again, that was something you did for me when I started. So we, and it didn't always work because you do have to be a little bit flexible with some things, especially especially when you're working with clients or for me now, I have to be flexible when it comes to interviewing people for a podcast. Mm. So Mm. Mike Stelzner, I interviewed at 10 p.m. Ideally, I'd not book things in my diary at 10 p.m., but... (laughs) Sometimes you have to make exceptions, but you did that for me and you did a kind of, we started to look at actually, I don't want to go out on a Friday and see clients or I don't want to do a meeting on a Monday because I want to get organized for the week or because we have Calendly where people can book in calls 
not yeah. just for podcasts but other things again yeah. you're like when is your most optimum time and we yeah. squeeze it into that time yeah so that really helped me because yeah. I am one of those people that if I had a meeting at even if it's a meeting on zoom at say 10 and then one at 12 mm. I'd do nothing between those two calls yeah or I'd do very little yeah so for me trying to make everything as close together and then having a whole day when you're not doing anything, yeah. i.e. like that is really helpful. So you, yeah. that made a big difference in my business. Yeah. I think it is important to be flexible, but I think that, and this may tie in with having boundaries for your business as well. Yeah. So, you know, it's easy to just let calls slip in or meetings run over or something. And yet mm. it sounds, and when I do suggest this to clients, sometimes they're like, Oh no, that's too rigid. I can't work like that. I, you know, it sounds like it's, it's too almost like too much of a hard way of working and a lot of yeah. people that I work with want flexibility in their business and that's fine but you still have to be able to to do what you need to to do and get that done but also feel like you're making progress and often if you're all over the place and you've got no yeah. structure to your time and your day then the feelings of overwhelm kick in very quickly yeah yeah, yeah. and you I've got are everything very in my diary, including my lunch <laughs> I've got my lunch and my everything and that's some people brilliant. are like oh that's so how can you work like that that's so that seems so rigid and but you get it them. works for me and but I still have flexibility I can yeah. still you know do other things in a day but I think for me it is about knowing what time I'm I'm building in for me and for what I need to do as well as clients as well yeah and I'm gonna get a gold star now because literally <clears throat> it is in a notebook though it's not okay. on a thing but I literally have and every morning I say I try I don't always do this I have like 10 till 10.30, I'm doing this. Oh, you can't see it, I'm there trying to show you. Yeah, uh, I can you see. know, 11 till 11.30, yeah. I'm doing this. And I have yeah. to say, when I'm disciplined enough to do that, yeah. I, I stick to it. Because yeah. the other thing is, I don't know about you, but you think to yourself, oh, I'll put that off, I'll put that off, because that's going to take ages. Yeah. It doesn't. It doesn't. If you do it, often those things are like 10 minutes. Yeah. Literally, why was I building that up to be so big and just keep putting it off and putting it off and it absolutely doesn't need to do that so yeah those sort of things are really really helpful Mm. and sometimes you do just have to be super strict with yourself and go I'm not going to do that or I saw that email coming in but I'm I need to write this thing and until I finish writing it I'm not going to go and look at that thing yeah and it is it is about discipline and and changing the way that you work but still making sure that your it does the way that you're trying to work works for you it's no good trying to force yourself to work the way other people work because mm. that you think they're mega productive or they must get loads done so you're going to copy them because it it doesn't work for everyone but you have yeah. to find a way of being disciplined that works for you yeah yeah, yeah. fab okay <clears throat> number three so this is about having it's staying in control of your business which I think links back to why it's so good to have a business hub Mm -hmm. because you can do weekly daily reviews of where your business is at what you've got coming up what space you might have to take on new clients what's Mm -hmm. urgent what needs to be outsourced and you can have that as an overview of your business in one go and that makes you feel like you know all your moving parts are fine you're under control and you can focus on what you need to to do. And I think that's really important to build in those, even if it's not a daily review, even if it's just a weekly review on a Friday afternoon, to just look over everything and think, right, where am I at? What's slipped? What's not happened? What do I need to do next Mm -hmm. week? 
but also what what's gone really well what are you celebrating that week what mm. what have you what are you really pleased that you got done or what excellent client work have you done that you're really proud of and I think to have that review time is really important do you do yeah. that every week I do every Friday afternoon I will just take an hour and I will look over everything that's gone on everything that we've got coming up for the following week and just almost just take a breath because Mm. sometimes I get to Friday and think how is it Friday again I just left Monday and that's really important and I think then you you don't feel overwhelmed you know where you are with things and that's and that makes you feel really really in control of your business because it there is a lot of moving parts in what we do and sometimes they can take over and I think it's important that they don't and you keep a handle on that and especially with your type of business or my type of business where well not so much now because I don't do so much of it now but Mm. in the early days where it was all client stuff yeah you're not just trying to manage and control your business when you look at each of those people you're having to control a load of stuff within their stuff yeah yeah. so yeah Katie and I have had a a client in the past that was in common it was actually Katie's client and she recommended me and we helped him launch his membership and it, it was actually lovely because there was lots of things that Katie was doing and lots of things that I was doing. And the fact that we knew each other and we could all work together as a really good three was great. But it was interesting because like that was a big project. So for him, that was massive. But for us, that was just one part of all the other moving parts. And that's why having that kind of being able to step out and go okay so that's where I am with that that's fine that's where I am with that that's okay that's where I need to do some work on that and to just review it I have Mm. to say I'm not as good as you Katie I have Mm. all good intentions but I don't necessarily do that every week I do try and do it every so often but I need to get better at that Mm. that's on my to-do list yeah okay in your notebook (laughs) yeah in my notebook (laughs) it's on a scrap of paper somewhere hang on a minute I'll find it Um, okay number four systems and processes mm-hmm. and I can hear the groans now and the yawns yeah. because like, it, this oh. is the boring stuff and depending on whether you want to build a team or not you might not need something as rigid as having documented systems and processes but I can vouch myself when I think I took on my um, associates and was going on holiday this year I think I screencast video my videoed myself for about six weeks before I went on holiday trying to document everything I did to make sure that they knew how to do everything and all my clients were going to be well served while I was away and that's so important to have that directory of systems and processes Mm. so everyone knows right that's how you do that that's how you do that and there's Mm -hmm. if somebody's away somebody else can pick it up and I'm not sure whether if you're not planning on having a team, this is that important, but I think you need at least some sort of master document that you can pull together with, you know, most of what you do on it. So if something Mm -hmm. was to happen, because let's face it, we are our businesses at the end of the day, somebody else can go in and think, right, this is what I need to do as a minimum. And And I know where I'm going. There's yeah. a few things there that you just said. Well, one, you took, was it two weeks you were away for? Two weeks, yeah. Completely out of the business. Completely, you didn't look yeah. at an email. You Scariest didn't... thing I've ever done. <laughs> <laughs> and I can totally yeah. get it because I've never yeah. really done it. Like I might have, there have been times where Katie has looked after the business mm. and she's then had contact with me or I've mm. then 
chipped in when I needed to, but I've never been brave enough to turn my emails off on my phone, mm. to not look at my own stuff. I just, mm. and again, the other problem is I'm so active on social media. I think people would think I died. So <laughs> she's dead. <laughs> no, I had a holiday. And I, and the thing is I like posting great stuff like that yeah, anyway, yeah. Yeah. but for you to do that was amazing. And mm-hmm. I think is the one thing that I wish I was better at because actually I think as business owners, we should be taking that time. Yeah. But also the only, I think the best thing that we've got this for in this business is the podcast. Mm. Sophia knows every single step of everything she's got to do. I've recorded videos for all the various different steps. If Sophia decided, I hope not Sophia, if you're listening, but if Sophia decided tomorrow, she didn't want to work with me anymore or, you know, then I have all that stuff and we have that process in place. Yeah. Like I said, I hope she doesn't, she's lovely and amazing, Mm. but that's the whole thing, isn't it? It's kind of future-proofing yourself for that as well. It is, for sure. Um, and I think we can sometimes get caught up in our own businesses that everything just becomes second nature to us and we just do it so naturally. And we don't often think that, okay, well, I want to grow a team, but so much of it is with me. Mm-hmm. How am I? I need to get out of this. I need to be able to share it with somebody else. Um, yeah. And it's really important. It, I'm Going on holiday for two weeks and taking my emails off my phone was was quite scary yeah. <laughs> to say the least but I knew that I'd done the groundwork to make yes. sure that nothing happened and Amy and Zita knew how they could get hold of me if the sky was about to fall in which was yes. my kind of if anything is gonna go wrong please tell me now yeah and yeah. nothing did no. so and it, it was, was great. it was great and I think for me well, for so many of us who run our own businesses, we do want that freedom as well as that choice of, of what we work with and, and who we work with. But often the freedom part gets left because yeah. we are so much our businesses, it's so hard to leave them behind. So it was a big step. <laughs> yeah, but I would recommend it. Yeah. And isn't that interesting? Because I think often, not that I came into my own business for this reason, I came in because mm. I needed to pay a mortgage. But the reason people... <laughs> often go into their own business is I want freedom oh good luck with that because actually you know that is not an easy thing to do in your business um and I was listening to a podcast of someone who's hopefully going to come on this podcast well they've said yes but we've got to book it and she was like you know when she talks to parents and they go I'm going to take the summer off she's like are you insane you can't take the summer (laughs) off like it doesn't work like that you won't have a business by the other end of the summer and and unfortunately depending on your business I'm not going to say because some people are going to sit there go I managed it summer every year I've done it I do yeah you know absolutely and And some people but I think if you if you start your business I think for me I my business grew quite quickly but I didn't build in that when I probably should have done which is why now I say to people if you're wanting a team and you're wanting that freedom to step away start now start before you even think you need you're going to want a team because you will thank yourself for it later for sure yeah and can I just add like another tiny thing on that is that the screen flow stuff basically where you record yourself doing stuff yeah and there's lots of other systems that do it but you can record yourself and not only is it good because 
you are giving something to someone else and they know exactly what you want doing but actually yeah. I've done it the other way around where one of my team Steve did tech stuff and I didn't know how he oh, did yeah. it so he did it was, it. for instance he used to upload the podcast didn't he and yeah. I got him to record himself how he did yeah. it because I was basically putting a fairly important aspect of my business in the hands of someone <laughs> yeah. else yeah. and granted he'd worked with me for years again so I wasn't concerned for him mm. but what if he went ill what if mm. something happened what if anything mm. you know so I needed to know how to do that although I didn't do it every week he yeah. did it yeah. I needed to know to do that as much as people yeah. need to know how I do things so yeah, yeah two ways I think that's important and I think that's I do work that way with clients where I may create something build something mm. for them set up a new email list or you know whatever but I yeah. always make sure that they know what to do they yeah. don't always want to know what to do because no. they think, well, I've got you, I don't need to, but they really do. And I think that's really important is it's great to work with other people in your business, but at the end of the day, it's still your business and yeah. you still need to know what's How going to do on. Those things, exactly. For sure. Yeah, yeah. Okay, we are on to the final one, number five. Number five. And this kind of ties all of the others together, which is making things stick, building habits to make things stick so habits and using your new business hub getting to grips with how that works mm -hmm. for you building something that you can you enjoy using that you can rely on that you know when you do your weekly reviews is going to show you everything you need yeah the same with building in time and being intentional about how you use your time that doesn't happen overnight especially if you've got mm. quite a freestyle way of working and you you suddenly know, okay, I need to be disciplined, but it's not in my nature. How am I going to do it? You need to give these things time to actually bed into your business and to build that habit. Mm. And yeah. that can be really hard because our default settings are so strong that if we've been doing something for years and then all mm. of a sudden we realize we might not want to change the way we work, but we know that if we want our business to go where we want it to go, we have to change. And, and that, is, that can be quite hard to do yeah. but it's it's really important that we stick at it regularly and check in and make sure that everything's still going to plan and don't try and don't give up too soon I think some people will think oh it's not working I'll just go back to how I yeah. wanted to but I think and I might be wrong but I'm sure it takes is it 14 times of doing something regularly before it's classed as a habit don't don't Google, yeah. I might be wrong, but there is some time scale where... I think there's where conflicting answers, isn't there? To, but that yeah. definitely is a thing, isn't it? Like you have, you have to, to do it so many times. Yeah. yeah, before it can actually be classed as a habit. But I've known people who have, their business is in complete chaos and they've put these five things into place and it's taken mm. time, but now they're yeah. like, I don't know why I didn't do this before. This is so simple and yet I, I sort of refuted it for so long, but it's made a massive difference, so... And yeah. being on the receiving end of it, it does, mm. you know, and like I said, I've not been the best student the whole way through. <laughs> so, <laughs> some things I really struggle with. But been independent. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> That's like my school report. Or something. <laughs> Strong character. Yeah. Real but it's important that I think that's, that's, but that's really good because some people would just say, oh, well, you know, Katie's saying I have to do it this way, so I have to do it. And then they quietly and they're there like grinding yeah. their teeth thinking, why am I doing this? I hate it. And that's the last thing I would ever want is it has to work for you as a business owner. Mm. And 
yes, there has to be an element of it being able to work for me as I'm the one who's providing support for you. But, you know, it's good that you haven't always gone along with Asana or teamwork because it would have probably caused you more overwhelm than I'm trying to take away from you. So it's it's good as well. Mm. And I think, like you said, there's degrees of stuff, isn't there? So Mm. there is so much... And it's funny, you know, because we talked about doing this interview and I was like, you know, we could talk about what you've done for my business. And then when you try and like think back, you've been with me like how many times, how many years now? Four, three, four years. Four, I think four now. Yeah. You know, and we, we couldn't like make a list, but it's, which is ridiculous (laughs) because Katie has done so much of the business, but it's kind of like you'd introduce one thing and Mm. then it would just turn into the thing that we do. And then you'd introduce something else and it would turn into the thing that we do. And one of the things that actually I, and I've talked about it, I'm sure before, but that actually made the biggest difference was Katie is like having someone in your team is like, they're your cheerleader, you know, they're Mm. like, they're on your side. Mm. So when I would go to Katie in the early days and go, oh, I've got a meeting with this woman uh, who's interested in some social media stuff. And I'd say to Katie, I don't think she can afford it. And, but you know, you never want to be presumptuous. You never want to assume that someone can't. Anyway, I'd go along, I'd have my meeting. I'd be in that meeting for three hours, right? (laughs) She would pick every single idea out of my brain because I let it come out. I'm not blaming her. I'm blaming me entirely Mm -hmm. because I'm like, oh, you could do this and do this and do this because I just love it. I've literally used to pour everything out of my brain. I'd then get back to the office, having spent three hours out of the office. Mm. I'd then spend an hour writing a proposal. Mm. I'd then email the proposal. She'd then be on the list to chase because yes. you'd never get a straight answer back. So <laughs> no. then I'd be chasing her and chasing her and chasing her. And then eventually she'd go, oh, I can't afford you, sorry. And I spent all that time. Yeah. And what was brilliant was Katie came in and was like, this is ridiculous. You can't yeah. keep doing this. You no. can't run a business like this. No. And we put in one of the most simplest, easiest things ever and the difference it made was phenomenal so when someone inquired um and this happens on both sites actually the agency site and the Teresa site now but it goes to me and Katie so mm-hmm. I do see it especially the Teresa stuff I probably pay more attention to that than Katie mm. does but on the on the agency side it Katie would deal with that inquiry and she would perhaps have a quick conversation with me and I'd go yeah that looks cool I think I can do something Mm -hmm. and then she would go back to them and go here's a link to Teresa's diary do you want to book in a 30 minute call Mm -hmm. and one pulling me out of that initial conversation was great because it kind of stepped me up to another level yeah Two, it meant I got on the phone with them or got on a zoom or skype or whatever so I could judge whether I was a good fit for them and whether they were a good fit for us yeah and then by the end of that call or in an email afterwards but it was an email not proposal I Mm. would say my pricing Mm. and if at that point they went oh no actually this doesn't work for me then I've wasted what no more than an hour tops on that you know and that just made a massive massive difference it sped it up it was really succinct and it's little Mm. things like that and it's getting Mm. organized in those ways that Mm. you might initially think oh but I like meeting people for a coffee and it's like yeah I did yeah however I've got to think that do I want clients do I want to grow the business do I want this and and you have to do some of these kind of more structured things and also my final thought on this structure stuff is because I am probably the worst person. Like I said, Katie and I are so similar, but so opposite. She literally is a machine. Like the fact that she not only I've just got to share this. I'd like to show you secrets, like Katie. Not only does Katie okay. book her lunch in her diary, she knows exactly what she's having for lunch every oh, yeah. single day. Yeah, meal like, planning. 
I can't even tell you. Like, <laughs> this stuff just literally, like, makes me howl. I am in complete admiration because I am the worst at this sort of stuff. I'm so, so bad. And she's really good at going, right, I'm going to do this, I'm going to stick to it, and it's going to be great. Yeah. So <clears throat> I completely lost my train. Oh, no, no, that's what I was going to say. So <laughs> the thing that I find really interesting is when we look at, and Katie and I will often talk about big people, you know, like, and I'm talking Tony Robbins level and Rachel Hollis and the big people in our industry, they actually are very, very structured. Mm. They have, you know, take Tony Robbins, for instance, you know, and like we read Miracle Morning and Mm. Mel Robbins' Five Second Rule and all this sort of thing. And when you read all these books or or take in all this content from all these big, very successful entrepreneurs, they do tend to have a really sharp, direct structure that they're following, don't they? Yeah, they do. And often the the structure they're following is actually really simple. Yeah. I think people think like, no. And I, like you were just saying about having the calendar link and like booking appointments like that. That mm. is so, that's such a little simple tweak to make, but it yeah. made a massive difference. Mm. And I think getting organized, being structured, planning your lunch isn't, yeah. isn't, a, they're not big, scary things. It's just discipline and it's just tweaking things and introducing some simple things that can make a big difference. And I do do plan my meals, which I know people think, oh, that's so... But it is spent from going to the fridge and not having anything to eat. eat. So, yeah, and now that makes a huge difference. So, yeah, plan, shop, know what I'm having. Yeah, honestly. Yeah. Katie's like, I want to be like you when I'm growing up, Katie. (laughs) (laughs) One day, one day I'm going to be that organised. Like, literally, that does not happen in my world. I, like, Paul will say to me, I nearly said my husband then, like, Katie, it's not for Katie's benefit, it's for your uh, benefit if you're listening, (laughs) Um, just in case you haven't heard me talk about it before. He'll constantly go, what are we having to eat? And we Mm. literally sit there and go, oh, what should we have to eat? And we're a nightmare. We're an absolute nightmare. And then there's nothing in. And so I totally get it. I just wish I could be a bit more like you, Katie. I think I think one of the things though that adds to overwhelm when you work for yourself and you work from home is mm-hmm. your personal to-dos can get left. Yeah. So things like the weekly shop. I once lost a load of washing that had been in the tumble dryer for like four days because I completely forgot that I'd put it in. That's because nice. you just get so caught up in your business and you're at home, therefore that, that yeah. separation between work and home life can just become totally blurred which is why I do put in things now. So yeah, I do do weekly meal plans and I do all of that because I was getting overwhelmed by the fact that my personal side of the house life stuff wasn't getting done. And it's really important that those things don't get overlooked. Yeah. Because otherwise you don't do your best work in your business because you're worrying about where your load of washing's gone or something like that. I have like half my wardrobe. (laughs) (laughs) See, I'm very lucky that... Although Mr. Campbell is not here all the time, my husband, his surname's Campbell. I just said that like people would know. He he does do a lot of that stuff. I am very, very lucky. Although he does yeah. spend a lot of time away as well. So when he's not yeah, here, so I have to try yeah. and blag it all. And it is blagging. Yeah. It's like, I've got no uniform. Oh, I need to do some washing. <laughs> yeah. Terrible, terrible. Yeah. Katie, thank you so, so oh, much for thank you on. for having me. I've really, really enjoyed it. I've loved your tips. They're very good. And like I said, as uh, someone that has worked with Katie for a long time, and probably one of the hardest people in terms of trying to whip me into shape. 
because I do like to rebel. I am a bit like that. Someone yeah. tells me what to do. I like to do the opposite. Mm. I'm like a petulant child. Mm. Um, but as honestly, those these small steps have made a mm. huge, huge difference to my business. And I genuinely wouldn't have the business I have today if it hadn't been for you. So thank you, Katie. You're very it's welcome. A pleasure to have you, you on. To thank you. Thank you for having me. No worries. <laughs> I love that. It was just like talking to my friend and we are friends after, you know, working together for so long. It's so nice that we've been able to get that side of the relationship together as well, which is lovely, lovely. So yeah, I really enjoyed that episode. I hope you did. Like I said, Katie has been amazing in my business. These tips, they might sound very simple and it's funny, just quickly, you know, One of the tips that she talked about when she was like blocking out calendars and stuff, Katie tried to get me to do this ages and ages and ages ago. And I couldn't, I couldn't stick to it. I couldn't keep in that structure. And weirdly, this year I've done it. And this year in my diary is like morning routine, lunch, nap. If Michael Hyatt says it's okay, I say it's okay. Uh, So, you know, what time I shut down, what time, you know, school runs. Like, so, so I know exactly where I am and what I'm doing. And I know what blocks of time I've got available. So honestly, it's not that suddenly you have to do it and you get it today. And if you don't get it today, you're never gonna get it. I'm now getting some of these things because it took from all that time in order to sink in or for me to really see the benefit of it. So if she hadn't have introduced me to it in the first place, I probably wouldn't be ready to do it now, even though it took a little while. So yeah, like I said, I hope you enjoyed that. I thought it was really good fun. I love chatting to her and she is wonderful. So anyway, I will link up to all of her stuff in the show notes. As always, head to TeresaHeathWearing.com forward slash 102. That is right, isn't it? Yeah, 102. Perfect. Right, guys, I will see you next week for another solo episode. And until then, have a wonderful week. Thank you so much for listening to the Marketing That Converts podcast. And if you enjoyed this episode, then I would love it so very much if you were happy enough to head over to iTunes and give me a review. 